Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, April 19th, and we are trying to help all of you guys make good financial decisions. The ones that are the right ones for you, not that someone else is doing for you, not that some advisor is selling to you. Yesterday, my God, we had this couple that was on the air and it was, oof, it was just a lot of salesmanship on the part of someone in financial service industry. Today, we hope to help you. And if you would like some assistance, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. We'd love to have you. Today, we are joined by Lee and Lee is joining us from Tampa, Florida. What brings you to our airwaves? Well, I stopped working last June and after listening to your show and realized that I have a lot of different questions that keep coming up. I also was a little bit disappointed with my returns with my advisor uh, after last year, given that the market was up quite a bit. And so my first question originally was, should I fire my advisor? Um, But since then, I've had several (laughs) different questions that have come up with just trying to live on the small income that we have right now before I can tap into some of my other IRAs and retirement income. What made you stop working last June? Uh, well, I was teaching. It was a second mm-hmm. career for me. And it was it was just really challenging. I hadn't thought I would retire. I, I only had 13 years in the system. I thought I'd be working two to five more years. But after that year and a half, um, it was just, it's just very challenging for me to be doing it. And I felt like if I had an option to do something different, I would take it. Okay. And how old are you, Lee? I'm going to be 56 in June. Okay. So you retired at age 55. Did you get a pension? Did you have enough years in to get a pension or not? A very small pension. I'm getting um, about uh, 10000 just over $10,000 a year. Okay. And then I had a, my prior career, I had similar, I'd worked there for about 17 years. And so I have a small pension coming with them when I turn 60 and that will be about 12,000. 12,000. So how are you existing right now? 
Um, savings. Uh, my husband is seven years older. He's 63 and he is still working part-time. So half the year essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that take-home pay is about $23,000, $25,000. You know, like I said, my small pension is bringing in some income, about 9000 a year. We do have a rental property, um, but I wanted to talk to you about that. But mm-hmm. usually we can, it's just a summer cottage. So uh, last year we had about $7,000 in income from that, but we're trying to balance the ACA credits. So we're not renting it this year. And that was another one of my questions. And then again, we have savings. So we did sell our house. We're downsizing. Our children have moved elsewhere. And so we sold that. We have the proceeds from the house that we're not touching yet though, but um, we do have that as another option. So where are you living now? So we've done something kind of interesting where we have been um, just using Airbnbs and we also spent the winter in Costa Rica. Wow. Um, Save some money. And uh, we will be, our cottage, we have a summer cottage. It's not just summer, but we can live in there from May until end of October. So half the year, we're living there and half the year we're living um, down in Tampa. Wow. We have- this is something else, huh, Mark? Very interesting. Are you making it right now based on, or are you dipping into the um, the savings from the house sale? No, we haven't had to touch that. We had um, we have hopefully two more years of savings um, that we can use before we have to figure out you know where to take the next amount of money, which brings How up- How much money is in savings right now? Um, so our savings is about $96,000 right now. And what about other assets? We have um, just over 600000 in traditional IRAs, our 401k and 403b, um, just over 100000 Okay. Roth IRAs, 62000 62, okay. So our brokerage account, we had a little bit in there and then we, um, and then the house sales. So we had, uh, we have 450000 did you say a little bit, and you then you said four hundred fifty thousand? That's a lot of bit in there to start, and then we we rolled in our house proceeds. So it's a combination. so the four fifty includes the ninety six thousand from the savings or not? No, that's separate. Okay, got it. Got a million bucks, girl, and you don't spend a lot of money. No, we, uh, you know, actually the, the the cottage expenses are probably our biggest expense. Those cost us about eighteen thousand. We have we have one that we we rent and one that we live in. So about 18,000 a year to live in those, but no, we're keeping it at about 70,000 as our, as our goal. Yeah. But it's interesting because obviously your husband working part-time helps, but if you're not draining these accounts, you're making this work. It's, it's really quite remarkable, frankly. Are you thinking about going back to work? Like, how are you feeling about this? Well, I keep saying that I, I feel like I have the capacity to do something else, but because of our, you know, low income, it's almost easier to do this, live somewhere else, you know, not be some, you know, not having to pay rent. Um, It's very romantic. I have to be honest with you. Well, kind of our thought was for the next five years, we would do this. And then our daughter is pregnant now, which we're really, really excited about. But we, I I offered to do childcare just because I'm in this position and she doesn't have to worry about trying to find somebody for childcare. So I will be the childcare person for next year. So they're, there goes kind of an opportunity to work, but saying if something does work, it's just, you're not going to get paid very well. 
Exactly. Um, so you're you're keeping your your income down because you've got the Affordable Care Act. The you're getting the the credits, right? You're you're qualifying to get some money back, which is seems fine to me. There doesn't seem to be any major league issues here. I mean, it's really fascinating that you have figured out how to make this work. I like that you got some cash on hand, uh, and you know, let's say you don't get the rental property income you know, you forego the 7,000. So let's just say that you spend over the next couple of years out of the savings account, let's say that, I don't know, it wouldn't be so terrible if it went from 95 or 96,000 to 60,000. It doesn't matter really. And then in two years, he gets Medicare. He doesn't get health insurance by working part-time because it's probably not consistent, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's the problem? I'm liking this. Okay. I like the whole thing. And you're also going to get your 60, you're going to, your second small pension is going to help out and that'll just be in a, you know, four years. So that's fine. You're going to have to keep slugging along, getting your health insurance, of course. Yeah. And I think when I, when I put in, you know, the fact that you have to base it on your household income, it will be, yeah. it will be quite a bit more, probably back to, you know, another $500 or so a month. All right. Whatever. You got money. I feel good about this. All right. So what's, what's our, big problem that we're trying to solve here? Uh, well, that was one of them. You know, did it make sense that we're not trying to find other income or even telling my yeah, husband? you're fine. Anymore? Okay, so we're good. And then the other one- You don't spend we, any money. That's why you're fine. Yeah. I, I feel like we do, but we're kind of simple. We love our bike rides. We love, you know, our <laughs> outdoor exercise. So we don't need to spend a lot to enjoy. That's great. You live in a resort town. Everybody wants to be you. Yeah. Speaking of that, of course, this yes. is like now rated as the highest growth or the <laughs> highest increase in rents and um, and housing prices in this area. We had originally thought we kind of do this house hacking thing for about five years and then possibly buy, wait till our kids a little more settled. Again, we have two children in Tampa. We have a son who's out in the, uh, out in the West. Um, but now I'm thinking, again, as we keep listening to more information about maybe it just makes sense to rent going forward and not worry about buying and not given that we have a place. Well, to- I certainly wouldn't worry about buying right now, right? We have no idea like what exactly is going to happen for you in the next couple of years, but I'm just not particularly enthralled with you taking this liquidity away. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't know. Like, You've got a funny situation in that, you know, because you have $700,000 in money that has not yet been taxed, I think I probably, it's like a weird thing because the Affordable Care Act thing is is one part of it, but then it's like you're going to have required minimum distributions. So there could be an a, a moment, it's probably, let's see, in four years, let me just think about this. He gets his insurance in two years. You know, it's weird. I, we'll have to see what the the Affordable Care Act tax credit is and this, that, and the other thing. But I have a feeling that it's going to be more important for you guys to get the money out of these pre-tax plans, pay tax, and move on. Because, you know, right now you're in the 12% tax bracket. And so if you could start pulling some money out of these accounts, his, his retirement accounts right now, for example, right, because you're not going to pull out of yours because you're under the age of 59 and a half, even if you could take a little bit out and stay under that married filing jointly top of the 12% bracket is 83.5. Maybe you could take a little bit out, pay the tax, use that, add it to the brokerage account, add it to your, add it to your uh, savings account, use it to live on. 
you're going to be fine. You, I mean, again, you don't spend any money. He's going to eventually stop working, right? Right. And that here's another question. I'm going to have the higher Social Security benefits. So we mm-hmm. were thinking if he took his at 67. Yeah. And then it, even if he could still work, he's hoping to keep working until seven. Good. So so would that make sense to still take it? And then again, bank, you know, bank that extra money. Totally. Okay. And then he switches to half of yours. Yeah, that's good. This is all good. I, I don't want you to spend the liquidity. I don't want you to do that. I want you to be tax efficient. Just make sure that like, I do want to make sure that we are focusing on the right issue for you guys in that to get that Affordable Care Act credit. I mean, it's five grand, but, and I understand that's like real money right now for you guys. But in a couple of years, when he gets his Medicare, there's all sorts of testing for Medicare, which is not going to be a problem for you. But we want you to just start to really focus on the longer term strategy, which is there will be phases to this. And so again, dribbling out a little bit of money from the IRAs will help you guys. Um, Your required minimum distributions won't start till you're 72. So that's good too. You know, you just keep an eye on the tax liability more than anything else. Because, you know, the Medicare stuff is interesting because if you make $180,000 or less, you don't have any surcharges on your Medicare. So we want to make sure that that you're not forced to take a lot of money out on your required minimum distributions that pushes you into more expensive costs for Medicare. And just in terms of the the beach thing and the moving around and all this, you'll have to see, you know, it could be that in three years, there's an opportunity to buy something and it comes up, but I just wouldn't be looking for that right now. Yeah, I agree. Now, what are we doing with this advisor? Should we just get rid of him or her? I just, like I said, I was really disappointed. Our our returns were less than 9% and I have about 85% stock, 15%. Yeah, well, we can move on then. Let's move on. Yeah. And, and what are you paying this person? 1.3%. Bye-bye. Yeah, he was helpful for, you know, running the numbers for us and doing all the simulations and everything and making yeah. sure we can make this You can work. do it yourself. You could, you feel good about doing it yourself? Well, I just, I was listening to your recent podcast again, I, or what you say a lot of times is you can use a personal, or you can use a, an investor um, through Vanguard or one of the other. Yep. Companies. You're going to say, uh-huh. you basically will get 1% of your assets will fall to your own bottom line. So if you think about it, what's this person managing for you? What's the total? Is it about, is it the, is it like a million dollars? No, they no. Have the brokerage? It has like- of the half of it, like five, 600,000. All right. Well, so there we just paid for your, um, your health insurance. Here we go. Right. Exactly. Five grand a year. You just saved. How about that? One last I, question. I have no, uh, I mean, my, my life insurance is, is it's only 300,000. Do you, you don't need it. You're done. What about wills? You traveling to Costa Rica, et cetera. Yeah. Luckily, uh, we had, uh, a, a a program through my work that we had recently updated wills and we did our oh, good. proxies and everything. Yeah. Costa Rica. Mark, I, I've never been to Costa Rica. My father used to go fishing there. My life feels a bit boring now. I know. It's exciting what you've done. Lee from Tampa. Fantastic. Thanks for inspiring us, Lee. We really are so glad you joined us. If you would like to learn from Lee how to get to Costa Rica for half the year, what an amazing story. Let us know. Just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we'd be delighted to help you out. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter, everyone. Come on, let's go. Let's do it. I just got my new covers for my second book just came in, and the publisher's going to want to know, what are those newsletter numbers? 
well, help us pump up those numbers so Mr. George, my publisher, doesn't uh, get all mad at me. Okay, do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.